Welcome to the Health Coach Nation podcast. My name is Haley Rowe. I'm a sales and marketing coach and strategist for health coaches, life coaches, and wellness professionals who want to become a leader in their field by building their online community, rocking their sales process, and finally feeling confident about how they promote themselves and their marketing. On this show, we talk about tips to grow your business, save yourself time, and finally be able to create a sustainable, profitable business. Let's get into it. If you're a new coach and you're looking to get your next client or your next sale, I want to invite you to my free live class coming up May 17th, that's a Tuesday, at 6 p.m. Central Time, because I'm going to be sharing with you the four basics of client attraction and the standout formula to attract paying clients, people who can actually afford your services, if you know what I mean. So if you want to join me for this, go to HaleyRow.com, scroll down on the homepage, sign up for my email list. You'll see a little email box for my free niche marketing training and Instagram bio checklist. That's how you sign up. You'll get a free gift and you'll get the updates about the class and how to attend and all that good stuff. It's free. We're going to have a good time. We're going to get you out of overwhelm mode and we're going to get you stopping this whole shiny object syndrome thing that you're getting stuck in. So I can't wait to see you. Let's do this May 17th, 6 p.m. Central Time. See you there. Hey there, we're going to talk about six things that are blocking clients and business from you. So if you are a coach and you're trying to grow your business, you want to attract clients online and or locally, but you feel like you're doing the things and it's not working. I want to share with you some things I had to learn on my business journey and a lot of my clients go through when they are going through their business journey that you don't want to do on your coaching business journey. So the first thing has to do with making assumptions. So many of you guys know that if you have a business, you, you know, technically have to start building relationships, putting the word out there, um, making sure people understand what you do. And I think a lot of the time when you don't get the results you're looking for, it's because you're making assumptions either about the marketplace that you haven't truly validated, like your ideal client, you're making an assumption about them. You're making an assumption about social media or you, you know marketing based on your own buying behaviors and or you're making an assumption about um, yourself that's limiting you. So what I mean by making assumptions about your ideal clients that's not true is you think they won't pay for coaching just because you've had past evidence of that, but you haven't really tried that hard. You haven't really connected with that many people. You just like made that judgment from talking to one person, for example, or you think your ideal client would never, you know, want to um, book a discovery call with you because they, they just are too busy or something like that. In which case, once again, you're making an assumption. So anytime you're making an assumption about your ideal client, you have to ask what else might be true And what do I want to believe about my ideal client? And how do I find the people who match and align with my beliefs? And I think that one of the things that you have to understand is business is math. So just because one person can't afford your coaching, you don't need to make an assumption that you need to change your price immediately. Stop 
making assumptions and catch yourself in the moment when you're doing that and ask yourself, I would like to do some market research perhaps with my ideal client and ask them if this is true for them and or make see why they don't see the value to match the price that I'm charging. Because a lot of times when you ask people in market research something, especially about price, they will give you a low number because they think if they say that you'll just do free coaching or something like that, which, it, it, you know, isn't the case. But at, at, if um, I want to also remind you that if something is valuable enough to someone, if they see that it can help them achieve their dream outcome or help them resolve a pain point that they have that's big enough, they will be open to investing in that. And that would be worth the price to them. So when you're making assumptions about what they'll pay for coaching or if they would want coaching or that they don't want to hear from you or that you're a burden to them, those are all thoughts and they are not facts. Even if you feel like you've gathered tons of evidence for them, you have to start to, you've gathered tons of evidence for them because you believe that. So you keep looking for more evidence for that. So you have to break that cycle and change your assumptions and change what might be possible and change what might be true and start to look for evidence of that. The other thing you're probably making assumptions about is like social media. So you think, oh, well, nobody watches you know, YouTube videos anymore, or nobody likes um, Facebook pages anymore. And while sometimes there could be some stats or some facts to back it up, and there might be a more efficient way of doing things, I see a lot of the time that it just causes coaches to feel paralyzed and not take any action. So my suggestion is when you make an assumption about social media or the marketplace, like, oh, you know, the coaching industry is changing now. It's so oversaturated. Why bother? That is, once again, an assumption. It's not true. Yes, there might be X number of coaches, but that doesn't mean that you're not the only coach at a birthday party. You're not the only coach at a networking event. You're not the only coach at the airport in your terminal. Like you can set yourself apart. And if you give enough value, it doesn't matter that the market is saturated. There's more than enough to go around. There's more than enough people looking to solve their problem. If you can solve their problem, great. Okay. So once again, that's an assumption. Same thing with social media stuff. Oh, I get so little likes. This is not even worth it. Not true. You might not get a lot of likes. I, I was just telling my clients this. I don't get a ton of likes. I'm not like viral or anything, but I have weekly discovery calls. I have monthly clients. I get new clients on, on a regular. This is my full-time job and I don't get a ton of likes. So you have to stop looking for these facts that are just gonna, uh, that you're gonna try to prove and that have no upside for you. And then the last way you make assumptions is you make assumptions about, um, yourself. You think, oh, well, I could never go live on Facebook because I'm shy. And so therefore I will not do it. But what if you could, and what if you open yourself up to doing it, to build the capability of doing it and you do it with fear and you get through it. And then last time, next time it's a little less scary. We, I, I think there was something, um, there was something else I was actually noticed about myself, an assumption about myself that I was talking about in a different video, which was, oh, I'm the kind of person who needs to be focused only on like a couple things at a time. I can't have like 1,200 different projects going on or offers going on at a time. And I noticed that, you know, to a degree that belief might be serving me, but to another degree, it's totally limiting me to possibilities. It's totally narrowing my view of how I can get to my certain goal of impacting a certain number of people. So 
instead I realized I want to open myself to believe I can do more things. I just haven't tried it yet. I just haven't committed to it yet. I just haven't haven't figured it out quite yet, but I'm on my way. I'm on the path, et cetera, et cetera. So that's the first tip is don't make assumptions. Second, and, and if you're making assumptions, catch them, question them, decide what you want to believe, decide what has an upside to believe, and start to look for ways to reinforce that belief with your thoughts, with how you're showing up, and with looking around in your environment for opportunity to demonstrate that belief. Okay, the next thing is reviewing the basics. So, so the thing that this is what people are doing wrong. They forget to review the basics. So for example, I it's been a while since I've listened to my own discovery calls back and given an evaluation to myself. And I did that last week and I realized a couple things that I was doing that maybe weren't serving the best or I could tweak in my coaching and tweak in my offer delivery, et cetera. So this is something that when you get to a certain point in your coaching business, you start to think, oh, I know all that. Oh, I know, you know, you got to post and give a call to action. And I know you got to, you know, do X, Y, Z in your posts. And you start to know it so well that you forget whether you, you just don't even look anymore if you're doing it or not. So just because you know something doesn't mean you're actually implementing it or doesn't mean that there's not a way to optimize how you're doing it or it doesn't mean that you can't do it more or it doesn't mean that you can't create a system around it to make it easier, and more efficient to do it. Like just going back to the basics of marketing, sales, relationship building, delivering value, positioning your offer etc. And not saying you know everything and being open to not judging yourself when you're reviewing yourself, but looking for what, why am I, what, like, what opportunities are there here? How can I improve? Am I doing these things that are the basics? And if you ever get overwhelmed, come back to the basics. That's another tip. Don't just think that there's something more extreme and trendy and viral that you need to jump on right this hot moment when you haven't mastered the basics. And actually in May, I'm going to be doing a free training teaching the four basics of client attraction and the formula to stand out in a coaching market that you might think is saturated. So if you want to join me for that, you can go to HaleyRow.com. You can sign up at the bottom of the homepage for my email list because that's where I'm going to be giving the updates about this and inviting you to join the free training. But the four the four basics of client attraction could change your life because you're not going to be needing to do all the trendy things and freak out about TikTok and all the things. It might be a way you choose to get clients and that's cool. If you've mastered things and it's time to expand and you want to do TikTok, great. But it's really bringing you back to the principles of marketing and sales so that you can apply it however you want in whatever platform you want. And it doesn't have to be overly challenging. It doesn't have to take a rocket science scientist to book your next client and make your next sale. So review the basics is my second tip. And the third uh, thing that's killing your business is you are doing something because someone else is doing it. And here's what I want to say about this. Yes, success leaves clues, as Tony Robbins says, or whoever said that quote. Success leaves clues. So it is smart to look around at what are other people doing who are successful and how can I do something like that, right? But here's the thing. When you look at other people, a lot of times you're comparing yourself to somebody who's been in their business for 10, 20, 30 years or had a marketing budget of $6 million or, you know, is um, 
an international world-renowned speaker compared to where you what level you're at. So what's working for them, maybe they're doing Facebook ads, but maybe they did three years of refining the ads, three years of wasting money on ads budget just to get the data, et cetera, et cetera. And you're at the beginning of your business thinking, oh my God, that's the thing. That's the trick. That's what's going to get me to clients. So I'm going to do that. But you didn't realize they're at a totally different stage with a totally different target audience with a totally different offer, et cetera. So if you're going to look for success leaves clues, opportunities and start to model people who've been successful, do look at people who are either just a couple steps ahead of you or at your level and it's working for them. And even then, don't expect that it's going to work the exact same way for you because things are different and you have to test it and get the data and see for yourself. But you have to be willing to go through that process. And yes, it's a more educated guess. Um, so my suggestion is try it, do it, see what happens, but be open to the possibility that your route might be different and that's okay. And that there are more than one route. There is more than one route to be successful. Okay, the next thing killing your business is you're looking at always at the worst case scenario and asking really bad questions instead of looking at the best case scenario and asking good questions. What I mean by bad questions is, and actually this just came up on our coaching call, rather than looking at why are, you know, why is marketing so hard? Why is, you know, getting followers feel like so tedious sometimes, you know, stuff like that compared to what's fun about marketing? How, in what ways am I totally capable of getting my next sale and my next client? Um, what could I do today that is going to grow my abundance mindset or something like that? So asking better questions that get you focused on not fake positivity. I'm not saying go from thinking that you're shy to thinking that I'm an extrovert and I dominate Facebook lives, but do say, you know, what would help me feel like I can go live today? How can I go live with fear and still do it or whatever? Like, what can I tell myself to motivate myself to go live today or whatever it is? Or how can I go live unmotivated, but get the wrap in so that I can do it again in the future and it's less hard next time or something. So just ask better questions. And rather than always going through, oh my gosh, what if I do X, Y, Z and insert terrible outcome happens. So often our brain immediately goes to what's the worst case scenario and we focus on that and we dwell on that. And then it brings up more bad questions that we ask ourselves like, why, you know, why am I not already at my goal and all that? So my suggestion is when you notice your brain doing that shift to what also is the best case scenario and what could be possible and what if insert exciting thing happens and you get to choose what you put more focus into. So if you're going to be going on this business journey, you might as well have fun while you're doing it, be optimistic while you're doing it, have excitement while you're doing it compared to dread and fear and like the worst case scenario is going to happen. Because when you're feeling that way, the actions that come from that are frantic, are like constantly in concern, are maybe graspy or needy, um, and probably create more disappointment compared to when you're like focused on optimism, motivation, how can I serve excitement? This is fun. I'm looking for ways I can make this work. Your actions are going to be much more attractive to your ideal clients 
and coming from a good place and probably lead to more positive results. Now, it might not always be the best case scenario that you've imagined in your head, but I guarantee it's going to be better than if you were stuck in dread and I hate this and concern and my business is such a problem and I got to take these actions out of dread and willpower and all that, right? Okay, the next thing that's killing your business is you are treating it always with more actions instead of also more belief. So this is something that is very easy for my type A's to fall into. I know this because I am you and I love to control things, right? So when um, when I notice myself having a big ambitious goal or you know wanting to do something in my career, Sometimes I think, oh, well, I just need to do more. I just need to do more. I just need to like try these things compared to also addressing what beliefs are, are stopping me from creating that result. Because if I fully believed it, I'd already be at that result. So when I just act more without belief in my in the end result, it's only it might help me a little bit, but it's not going to have the power if I align my energy first and had more belief in myself and was growing the belief in myself in addition to taking action. Those two things go really well together and are going to be like, whoo, just catapult you to success. But if you are taking tons of action, but once again, it comes out of belief of this probably won't work. I just need to do more. You know, I, the only way to do this is to just take more action and spend more time on this. You're not learning how to expand your belief in yourself, which is part of the process of getting to the end result that you want. So the beliefs in yourself are things like, I'm capable of doing this and I don't have to sacrifice my entire life and stay up all night to do this. And more action isn't always the answer. And there's more efficient ways to do this. And, you know, the right people will come to me and that I will also connect with the right people, like beliefs like that. So find out what beliefs are holding you back from where you want to be and the way you want to get there. So in other words, you don't want to get there by burnout and hustle and all that stuff. And if you don't believe that's possible because you've only proven to yourself the alternative or you've only seen the alternative when you've seen other people get to results, then that's where you have to start to practice and learn how to create a new belief in yourself and how to start building that for yourself. And one of the things that I do in the Zero to Hero Coach Inner Circle is I have um, a video about like how to coach yourself through any obstacle and how to create any result you want. And one of the things that um, that you have to do is start to question the beliefs that you have, catch the beliefs that you have, and form new ones, creating and and form new um, that that create new feelings in you, that create new actions, and allow you to do. More what you want to do in your life and create the results you want to create. So if you're really struggling with forming a new belief, cause you just think it's totally not possible. I want you to first look for external evidence that it is possible. So find somebody who has done it, find somebody who you could see as a role model in that area. Number two, borrow a belief from your future self. So like, think about if, if I was already at XYZ goal, what would that person be thinking? What would she had had to learn? What would she um, have told myself right now in this moment who's believing this thing 
what alternative would she offer? What paradigm shift would she offer? What question would she offer to question that belief? And really start to, the more you can start to think about your future self and who that is and how she acts and what she's doing and how she perceives obstacles and mistakes and all that stuff, chances are she's probably not stressed about it because she got to her goal regardless. That's who you need to start becoming and borrowing from in this moment and reminding yourself. It's a conscious effort to create new beliefs. So um, make sure you're doing that. And then the last thing is to demonstrate it through your actions. So do your actions show that you believe in yourself, show that you believe in the outcome or result that you want to create? Or do they show that you think you have to control the circumstances and you have to control the world in order to hit the goal? Or you have to, it has to meet certain conditions for you to hit the goal. If your actions demonstrate that you believe in yourself, you probably are doing more things like investing in yourself. You're probably doing more things like making bold offers. You're probably um, not undercharging. You're probably coming from a place of service. You're probably not super attached to whether or not every single person says yes and you don't take rejection to personally. Those are the kinds of things you're doing versus if you're in this place of disbelief, you're probably getting ripped up after every no. You probably needed to take a couple days off after that to just recover yourself. You're probably not spending any money on your business because you think that there's no way it's going to grow. All of that stuff. Okay. And then the last thing I want to say is um, you, this is a killer in your business. It is trying versus just saying you're committed to doing it. So there's a difference between saying, I'm going to try that. I'll try compared to taking full ownership of the result you want to create and being committed to do it no matter what and no matter what timeline. So I think that if you catch yourself saying the word try, it means you're probably not fully doing it or you're afraid to fully commit to it because you're afraid of whatever feeling that will create for you if it if it does or doesn't work like you're very attached to if it doesn't work I'll feel really bad for having put so much effort into that so I'm going to protect myself by putting in less effort which also at the same time shrinks the possibility of the result which doesn't work for you which kind of defeats the purpose but my point what I'm trying to say here is stop saying you're going to try something and just decide that you're going to do it and what it looks like to commit to that and learn how to honor the commitment. So if you've never done this with yourself before, start really small so that you can deliver on what you say you're going to do. So don't say, I'm going to try to get 500 followers this week. Say, I'm going to commit to insert whatever, uh, creating content that is so good that it grows my following this week. And I will look at how many numbers that is. And then I will pick an average goal and then I'll go from there or whatever. Like, so make, make a small commitment and try to make it about how you're going to show up. So in other words, it could be an income goal and you can be like, I am creating this, not I'm going to try to do this. I am creating this and I will figure out how to do that. And here we go. Um, But it could also be a goal about how you're going to show up, not how others are going to pay you or, you know, do respond. Okay. So it could be, I am going to make 10 offers this week. I am going to make 10 call to action posts this week, in which case that's in your full control. You can honor that commitment. And chances are that the results that will come from that are the things like more clients and more money and and that kind of stuff. So pick a result oriented goal, like number of clients or number of 
money, et cetera. If you're really good at calculating the math of like, hey, I got to make this many offers that would make it inevitable. I got to do this many calls that would make it inevitable. If you're not good at that, and if that just freaks you out and shuts you down immediately, my suggestion is to make a goal that's around how you show up. So the 10 pulse goal or make this many offers goal or or whatever that is. Um, so those are my suggestions to stop blocking business and stop blocking clients and money in your coaching business. And if you're struggling with these things, I want to, number one, invite you to next month's training in May. It's going to be free. It's going to be one time and it's going to be live and it's going to be teaching the four basics of client attraction and also the standout formula as a coach online. And if you want to dive deeper into this and get your own beliefs coached and get your own strategy for um, booking clients that's not based on, you know, you seeing Tony Robbins do something and then deciding that's what you should try, then I want to encourage you to join the Zero to Hero Coach Inner Circle, which is my four-month coaching program teaching you A to Z of starting and growing your coaching business, booking clients online, showing up confidently, and being able to make the impact you want to make as a coach if you want that to be your true career. So go to HaleyRowe.com and you can schedule a free consult if you'd like. And I will talk to you guys soon. Have a great day. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. And if you liked it and want to reserve your very own free sales audit, go to HaleyRowe.com slash strategy hyphen call to book your very own free sales audit. On the call, we'll talk more about the common concerns you get from your ideal clients, how to overcome those concerns, how to coach through objections, how to change your mindset around sales and improve your sales process so you can be closing and converting more clients. I can't wait to connect with you and go to HaleyRowe.com slash strategy hyphen call to take the first step. Thanks so much. Have a good day.